You are listening to WHOA Podcast, coming to you from Gainesville, Florida. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the WHOA GNV Podcast, the coronavirus sessions, where our temporary mission is to save as many businesses and jobs as possible by sharing how your fellow business owners and professionals are navigating the impact of COVID-19 I'm your host, Colin Austin, and my co-host is the one, the only, the magical, Mr. Michael Dees. <laughs> What's going on? Don't adjust your uh, screens if you're watching this. I am actually at the dealership. Uh, the, today, uh, we're recording on June 1st, and uh, we've opened back up. New yeah. Scooters for Less is back open for business, uh, back to whatever normal was, I guess. But, uh, but I'm here. Uh, our team is here, and we're ready to go. So that's exciting. Is there a line down 13th Street just waiting for our <laughs> waiting for open this morning? You know, we, we just <laughs> turned on the open sign. I kind of yeah. thought that maybe there would be, but but you know, if I know one thing about Gainesville, it's like they like to sleep in a little bit. So so maybe okay. they maybe they're coming later. Uh, we'll hope. <laughs> right. Do you think uh, it's going to be a challenge, kind of navigating the the square footage space of the the showroom in particular the shop is no big deal right but the showroom is kind of tight so yeah our showroom's like 1200 square feet or something it's it's interesting because when they had it based off of uh square footage it's like how do you get that 0.4 of a person you know what i mean <laughs> but, but yeah i think it'll be interesting i mean like we we really can only have two or three people in there at a time um so what's, what's tough is our service department's obviously been open throughout this whole thing um, but we can't have, you know, people waiting on walk-in services while I'm trying to sell a scooter. So that, that's, that's the hard part to navigate, uh, but we'll figure it out. Do they set the walk-in? Cause we were talking about putting a little waiting area. Sorry, not walk-in, the waiting area. Yeah. So like we've got outside. some cocktail tables. Yeah. Outside, uh, uh, undercovered on a tent. So it's, you know, not too bad. Um, but, but hopefully, you know, I mean, hopefully we have a lot of business, so I guess hopefully it is a problem, but like, hopefully it's not too much of an inconvenience until, <laughs> until everything opens back up for, for good. Yeah. We mandated that team, obviously being an essential business, wearing masks and stuff like that when they're with customers and, and that kind of thing. So yeah, we're just trying to navigate it like everybody else, but I'm excited to see that the business is open like service and sales, even though we did a really good job of navigating the sales in the short term. So I'm proud of the electronic remote, you know, remote life, if you will. So that's right. But it does feel, it does feel good to take this, this step forward. It's a, it's a big first step in, uh, you know, getting, getting the ball back rolling again. So that's good. But I also know you're excited to get into this episode today, uh, but before before we do that, we got some sponsors. Once again, we got Gainesville Harley-Davidson. Colin, did you know that Gainesville Harley-Davidson does rentals? I actually did not know this. I'm not kidding. I did I not know no that idea. Either. So maybe this weekend, me and you will pick one up. But if you have a motorcycle license and want to experience and feel the iconic rumble of a Harley-Davidson yourself, Gainesville Harley has a rental fleet that is ready for you. Uh, you could take two or three wheels, depending on your comfort level there, for a spin anywhere for a day or up to a week. Uh, and all you have to do is just check them out at 4125 Northwest 97th Boulevard or give them a call at 352-331-6363 and they'll set you up. You can experience a Harley for for however long you want, a day, a week, you know, just just get out and feel some freedom and, uh, you know, get, get okay. on a Harley. 
It's definitely a good way to like kind of get somebody introduced to Harley lifestyle. You know, if you want, you want kind of want to feel it out for yourself. Never really been on one. That's, that's good. I've been I, thinking I, about I buying I, a motorcycle. Yeah. So like, and I don't, I say thinking about like I'm thinking about thinking about, but you know, it'd be nice to actually rent one and have one for a week and to see if it's actually something I'd want to do. So yeah, we got cool. our motorcycle licenses. We should go do that. That'd be fun. We should. Well, you guys be a good bonding awesome. experience. Yeah. Yeah. But, we also want to thank Jorge and the crew over at Gainesville Turnover Specialists, which is brought to you by the one, the only, the best restoration. You guys, if you own an apartment complex or any type of rental with one call, let me repeat, with one call, the Gainesville, Gainesville Turnover Specialists will be able to go in and make that apartment look brand new again. You know, you got someone to go, like, they can go in and clean the carpet. They can repair that hole in the wall. They, like, they can do all of it, you know? So when, where you're normally, like, trying to find five or six different people to come in and do different things, like, these guys, the Gainesville Turnover Specialists, can do all of it. Um, and you can find them at yourgts.com. Again, that's yourgts.com. Or at 352-363-6622. And to both of these sponsors, we're just so incredibly grateful for your support of our show. So thank you so much for your investment in us and for your investment into Gainesville, Florida, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get right into this episode. You guys, uh, I want to introduce my friend, our friend, Jess Mather of Rehabited. Jess, how are you? I'm good. It's actually, it's beautiful outside. I got a nice breeze. Um, I love all that. I love all that energy <laughs> you just brought to that. We trying need to get, that right now. Yeah, trying to get, <laughs> trying to get like right the blood flowing a little bit. I got the like stand up yeah. desk where I'm doing so now I can jump up and down. Oh, a you're bit. standing. So That's yeah. why. Okay, you're standing so you can mobilize it. Okay, so I'm sitting. Yeah. So I'm like, <laughs> got to mobilize. I got to get that blood flowing. Station. So Jess, like give everybody, give our audience just a beef a beef a brief maybe i can speak this morning a brief background as to um who you are and what your business is all about sure so i am a strength and rehab professional uh so i kind of combine physical therapy and fitness so i work with individuals who have chronic uh pain chronic limitations chronic conditions autoimmune disease is a big one for me who need to get stronger, who need to feel more resilient. Uh, and I actually do it all virtually over the internet, over Zoom. Uh, so I coach them how to move better, get out of pain, feel more badass. Okay. And uh, so, I mean, it, you were already doing thing like doing this via Zoom already. I was. Like. For, so, I mean, has this virus impacted the way you do business at all? Or has it just been like a normal day-to-day <laughs> It's like, been better. It's been it's better. Been, it's been better. And I've been talking to other entrepreneurs in Gainesville. I uh, was just talking to one yesterday that the internet doesn't have to be that intimidating. And that like, if you want to still transition or if you want to, like, if you're still stuck, the internet can be a really good way to do it. And it doesn't have to be this big deal. Like you can actually do it. I've been doing it for five years. Um, and it's gotten better because more people are now used to Zoom a little bit. People aren't going out and seeing local professionals. So my business has actually grown. Uh, I was surprised. I didn't know what the hell was going to happen, right? <laughs> Any of us did. Uh, and I've gotten more people interested in the work uh, and more uh, private clients too, right? So I didn't have to discount and all of these things that people are still like, the economy was still moving. You know what I mean? And that was really great for me to see. It's like, 
things are still moving. So what made you go that right, that route right out of the gate uh, to go through like Zoom and everything being virtual? Um, what, what was the decision to, to make that call? So you mean like why I put my business online originally? Right, like five years ago. Um, I didn't want to pay a bunch of overhead to a gym and like have that be my driver because gym rentals are really expensive. I didn't want to own a facility and this is the first year we get to do snowbirds. So I, I knew I always wanted flexibility. So we live in Gainesville, obviously, but also we're starting to travel up to where I'm from, born and raised in Maine. Um, if I had a physical location, I would have to pay all the rent or I'd have to hire other people. And I wanted um, simplicity around it. And I also love that you can work with people all over the world. I've hit 11 countries now and you can just make such a bigger impact when you reach people virtually that, you know, I can still reach people in Gainesville. I still have clients in Gainesville and I get all the people on the internet, you know, it's a beautiful thing. So, uh, I mean, did you have trouble? I'm, I'm so like excited to hear that now that the entire world has probably had a zoom call at some point in the last three months. They have, yeah. I mean, like what was the challenge at first, you know, like, was there a lot of resistance to people where they're like, just like, Oh no, that's not what I thought. Like, that's not, that's definitely not my format. Like you're not right for me. And like, I mean, did you have any of that? You mean before the pandemic? Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm just saying like even yes. you know, five <laughs> years ago. Yes. Uh, I remember one guy, he found me like randomly. He had my business card from like four years ago when I lived in Colorado. It was so weird. So he thought I was local and I was like, Oh, I'm actually virtual. And he was like, oh, no, I really wanted somebody like local. And I said, just, just try it. I was like, just for free, like come on online with me. Like 20, 30 minutes and I'll show you how this works. And uh, he was like, oh, this actually works. So once you show them um, and once you, it's really relationship, right? Once you build that rapport with them and you help them in those 20 minutes, it doesn't really matter, right? Like you're still solving their problem and helping them. I was surprised. I, I didn't have anybody I was like following. I just knew I wanted this flexibility. So I said, well, I'm just going to kind of, I'm just going to kind of figure it out. See, and I pulled it off. So was there, a, was there any moment where you were kind of like, all right, this isn't going to work. So let me, let me like go the traditional route. Uh, I wouldn't even say not even going the traditional route, but just, uh, quitting my business altogether and going like full-time in therapy because it's it's you know it's very hard growing a business and there's so many ups and downs and what was strange was every time where I almost took a good full-time position as a therapist um somebody would randomly like pop up in my messenger and be like I love what you're doing keep going like you really inspire me or there was always like somebody that dropped in that just was like, don't give up. And they had no idea what I was doing. They had no idea I was about to quit. Right. It was just like, I don't know, divine intervention. But yeah, I mean, it, it, it's hard doing it online, but then once you get the rhythm of it, I can't imagine not doing it. You know, it reminds me of when we were talking um, to, you know, to another guest, I mean, has it allowed, has it allowed for, I'm, I'm like, sorry, I'm like doing multiple things right now. I'm like reflecting back to a previous conversation we have. So I'm going to try to bring that into this one a little bit. Um, has it allowed for you to have more appointments in a day 
because of the simplicity of being able to like line them up back to back to back um or or do you like like how i don't know i'm just kind of curious about that like has it do you have the ability i mean do you have, you have the ability to do more appointments because of it or no maybe maybe i haven't thought about it that way uh when i was talking to my friend yesterday who works uh, in a local office, she's saying like, yeah, this was yesterday, right? Sunday. So she's like, yeah, I got to like prepare and get like my lunch ready and like my outfit for the day. And I'm like, oh, I basically just like roll out of bed and I don't have to put shoes on. Like I don't have to get in my car. Right. So like there's, there's none of that. Like I just, you know what I mean? There's no preparation. I don't have to actually physically go somewhere, uh, which is, which is nice. But honestly, my whole intention is not to keep filling up my private practice. Like I'm pretty much you know, it took us a while to even schedule this because it just so busy. Yeah. Like I've got a a lot of work that I'm doing. Um, so the goal isn't even to just get a bunch of private sessions because then you lose that flexibility. Right. So a lot of it is also, is also scaling a bit. Um, but I can't give up private work. It's too good. It's too good. I love my people too much. They keep me happy and grounded. Has the demographic changed at all? As like we're three months into this and, and maybe three months ago there weren't older clients or something because Zoom is not a platform for them. And now now that we're three months in, everybody, like we said, is kind of familiar with that. So has that changed the demographic in terms of patients that you're able to work with? Yeah. Um, I actually didn't lose any clients except two where they were almost fully dependent on um, uh, in-person work what are they called? Where you sell things at big events, trade shows. Um, but otherwise my clients are over, my clients are over 60 and they do the Zoom thing. <laughs> um, they dig it. Um, more of my clients recently um, have been, I've noticed in like California, New York areas who are actually just wanting to do more um, like personal training, which is much easier for me than like my really complex people with, you know, history of trauma and a lot of chronic pain. And there's like, we have to go so carefully with those people. And it's been really interesting is that I've gotten more people during the pandemic who are just like, I just want to work out and I want to get strong. And I, I need a way to do that because the gyms have all been closed. So that, that's been really interesting. I didn't expect that, but yeah, that's been fun. We just do a bunch of kettlebell swings and like work really hard. <laughs> like I can do that. Like I can just, I can just fall into that mode and kick your butt. Well, it sounds like this has been super beneficial for your business in terms of getting people super comfortable with platforms like zoom and that kind of thing. So what has like, what has been the biggest challenge through all this or what's been the biggest challenge in your business so far? I mean, period. <laughs> it's been like the doubt of, there's so much unemployment. So who's going to hire me right now? Uh, people aren't because they, you know, the Maslow's pyramid, right? Like they need, they need to buy all their toilet paper. So why are they going to send money on a coach? So it was all my own doubts this whole time of um, what I could do during the pandemic. And I, I kind of took it as just, you know, as entrepreneurs, there's so many reasons that we need to pivot in our businesses, right? Um, so I just took it as another opportunity of like, well, let me see what I can do with this, right? Like I try to see it as a game instead of kept falling into those limiting beliefs. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah. So I was my biggest barrier and I just, I kept getting rid of those beliefs. It's like, no, that's not the reality. That's not the reality. Like I can still bring in, I can still bring in clients and that's been the truth. And 
I've also been running Facebook ads. Like I turn on my ads and I was nervous. I'm like, I'm speaking to a cold audience, right? They don't know who I am and I'm doing this thing into a course. How the hell is this going to work in a pandemic? But I, I, I profited within two weeks. I was like, huh, okay. Like more proof, right? Like more proof that we can make this work despite the circumstance. With the, so uh, just cause you went into like a marketing direction, I'm trying to think like, because of what you do and the fact that it's so, it is remote and you can have client, like you said, you have, you've had the opportunity to work with people all over the world. So how, you know, how do you market that? I mean, if you're doing Facebook ads, are you like targeting, like how, like, how are you setting up the targeting on that? Like, because it would just be, you could, I mean, you could put the entire world on your Facebook, right. <laughs> like targeted area, right? Like, are you targeting specific communities? Are you targeting the nation or like, like, how are the you? Nation, I, the last time I ran this campaign, I did just the States because people don't like the conversion rate. So I already got a couple of Canadian clients that came in and they're like, your course is like $150 more for me. I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't, I don't choose that. Um, so, you know, if you do different countries, right, like the, the price is going to be a little bit different and there, right. then there's that. And I think Stripe charges you more for that or something. I don't know. They change things all the time. Um, so this time I just added Canada just because I was a little dicey of like, Oh, there's like 40 million Americans now unemployed. Like, 40 million people that might not be spending money on things like this. So I did expand a little. Um, that was actually what I was going to do today was test different audiences and go deeper into communities like California or New York and see, see how that fares. Because we don't know, right? Like this is like a game. Yeah. And so with what, risk, what, I was going to say, what about different countries that have different healthcare options? Like, you know, without going into the extremely politicized aspect of healthcare, um, like, in America, we have the system that we have, but in other, in other countries, they, the, the citizens have better access or, or insurance covers different things. Does, does that change where you're able to get in and have as a, as a client? That's a good question. I had a client from, I believe she was in Sweden. She was super fun. She was actually a doctor. Um, and yeah, that was a thing. I think, uh, oh, I don't remember exactly. This is like two years ago, maybe, but it was, it was something like she was given a certain amount of money from the government or something that she could spend on healthcare or something. So I think she might've used that on me. Um, and I'm not technically like treating or diagnosing. Like, I don't even say I'm like, I'm a therapist, but I don't say that I'm working under that license. Right. Like I kind of bring that knowledge in, but it's mostly personal. I say it's personal training certified, right? Um, so that kind of changes the landscape because even in other countries, they would pay cash for, for more personal training. So how, how has, back, back to the topic of the coronavirus, how has it affected you personally? So, I mean, for a lot of people, there's been huge changes uh, working remote, but you've done that. There's been changes in, in terms of who their clients have been. Uh, but, but how has it affected you? Has it, has it been personal or like, is it, is it kind of life as you knew it and you're looking at everybody else coming into the world that you knew? Yes, that's what it's just like. Everybody's <laughs> coming to my house. Like everybody's coming to the internet. Like, hi guys. <laughs> I've been here for a long time. Yeah, that's the neat. It's like literally there's been a huge influx uh, and it's been fun. Like I really, really enjoy getting new clients and like creating relationships with them. So I absolutely love my new private people who have like come into my world, so to speak. Um, 
but personally it's it's still been hard i mean i think i even said this to colin so i only moved here maybe 11 months it's almost our one year anniversary here in july um and uh i only got out in the community like once or twice a week like i went to the farmer's market downtown which i loved at bo diddley and then i maybe went out with a friend or two on the weekend or we went out to eat at all the all the cute restaurants here and even just not having those things really impacted me like not having that little bit of community in Gainesville was really hard because basically yes I'm communicating with people for hours every day on zoom but it's not the same as real in-person interaction and touch and somebody's body language and that was it's still hard like we're still not fully opened right so I got to hang out with some friends this weekend and that was just I was like oh my god like I guess if I would save up because otherwise it's been um it's been sad like we can't really connect the way that we want to and that's that's really impactful on our health and our immune system yeah for sure well you know so yeah it's been it's been tough it's been really isolating because i live on a beautiful property that's very isolated like you can't even see the house from the road we're not in a neighborhood and i don't know i'm just like there in the woods hanging out <laughs> i want to go play <clears throat> Yeah, I feel like a lot of us are kind of in that in that place too, man. It's I miss I miss my human interactions as well, even just the, like networking and and that kind of stuff. And I'm actually like this month, you know, one of my masterminds is like is meeting in person. And actually, I think both I think both of them are. And so, um, you know, I'm like I'm like, man, that's. It feels good. I don't. I don't. I don't really know what to expect. I don't know if we're all gonna be sitting like six feet apart, and, like talking across. The room. Like I really don't know what to expect. But, but yeah, and like, and you want to be sensitive to how other people, you know, feel about it. And I think that's kind of because, like me, I'm just, I'm, I'm like, I'll just hug everybody. I don't care. How long am I? Just like, can I come near you? Like I'm okay. And yeah, like they respect their boundaries, right? Like, do they feel ready? You know. I went to a uh, handshake a guy the other day and like, cause it was just natural. Right. It was like an introduction. Yeah. With the I went to handshake. Uh, and then like, he comes at me with like the fist bump, which was fine. Like, I didn't, <laughs> but it was like, at the same time, it was like, is this a good, is this like the new norm? Like is every, yeah. like, every time I go to shake somebody's elbow. hand or they can like give me, yeah, they can give me their elbow or their, you know, a light, light, like not even like a real fist bump, but like a barely touching fist bump. <laughs> I don't know if you're safe. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. It's it's definitely gonna be it's definitely gonna be interesting. But you know, one of the things that has come up though, Jess, is like we've noticed a lot of uh, businesses that have discovered new opportunities. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like it's that, like I'm super excited when I hear, you know, hey, like the world's caught up to you. <laughs> like yeah. you know, you're hey, like oh, everybody's on Zoom now. This is what I do, and like yeah, that, this is my world. Yeah, that's led to more business. I mean, that's super exciting. But have there been any new opportunities that have sparked because of, you know, because of this virus? Maybe more collaboration because there's just so much more limitation in what other entrepreneurs can do too. So I did like a collaboration workshop with uh, who I consider my mentor. Um, we did something called on something called co-regulation, um, which was just kind of how we how we regulate and kind of bond and create safety with one another in connections. So I did a workshop with him um, and that was that was really cool because we got to combine our audiences, right? So I think it was like 
half of his people and half of my people. And it was, it was so well, like, fun. Like in the same together. like zoom room or. Yeah. So we had them all on zoom. He was live for three hours. I wanted to do it on a weekend. So because people aren't doing things on the weekend and that's sometimes where I know people can get stuck on the news, right? Cause they don't have anything else that they're doing. And it's like, I want to give them something healthy that can distract them and give them at least some level of connection. Um, so I'd probably say that is more collaboration and just, I don't know, like there's, there's more people talking now. I feel like too, maybe you've noticed that it's just on social media. There's more people sharing yeah. because they're, they're just more on Facebook. So they're sharing what they need. They're sharing what they're afraid of, uh, where there's gaps in their lives right now. Like people are really looking at personal development a little bit differently because everything's been shook. Right. Um, and that's been, that's been really great is I'm just kind of taking note of what are people asking for, right. And just continually trying to meet them there, whether it's creating a program for it or just giving free content, right. Just writing things that are relevant to their experience that, um, help them feel less alone and or crazy <laughs> in their experience. Right. I'm curious, like we've talked a little bit, uh, Colin and I, about the stock market recently. And one of the things that got in my mind when you said something about being on Zoom for five years was if if you ever got, you know, so interested in the platform where you could see it blowing up kind of like how it has. Um, as you guys were talking about that, I opened up my little app here and see that when it launched in April 2019, when it went public, it was trading at 36 bucks a share. And now it's at 196 bucks a share. So if you missed that opportunity, which I'm guessing maybe you did by your reaction there, I'm just curious if you ever thought about it. Uh, I just leave that all up to my financial advisor. I'm just like, here, <laughs> you do the things. So uh, I should probably reach out to him, actually. I think he reached out to me and I was like, that's too overwhelming. Like, just just do it yourself. I can't look at it. Um, but I should probably reach out to him and be like, hmm, are we taking all the opportunities right now? Because, <laughs> you know? yeah, I thought of that. I was like, somebody did a meme or something and they're like, we find out later that the, that coronavirus was created by Zoom. Like it was all Zoom's oh, yeah. plan to like create a bunch of business to Zoom. Well, I mean, I bought, that's what got me into it, right? And I bought at 150 and I did sell like 180-ish, I think. But now it's out. You're telling me it's at 196 now? 196 is when I just peaked. It, it was going up and down so much. And they have their, I mean, you said today's June 1st. So I think on Wednesday, June 3rd, I think they have their earnings report. So, I mean, it could, it could. Go back that. Who knows? I have a feeling. I, I have a feeling it could shoot up again though, because I think that earnings report yeah. will be pretty good. But anyway, yeah, that stuff's super interesting. It's always, I don't know, it's impact of just the world on on stuff, right? And there's a lot going on right now. Of course, uh, it's uh, good though, because there's there's businesses that are really thriving. I feel like in it, you know. Again, like I was so. Oh my God, the unemployment and small businesses are closing down. But like, I've been so impressed with Gainesville, how they pivoted like with takeout and just they created like these little takeout websites really quick and like how you guys are navigating with the store. I'm like, there's so much innovation going on and so much that we're learning and, and we're just becoming more resilient, which is like my whole thing. I help my people be, um, more resilient. So to me, it's like, there's just so much that, Literally, people in Gainesville, some of my friends have been like, this has actually been a really good thing to happen to me. And you don't want to say that to many people. Like, a pandemic right. was like this really positive thing for me. But there has been a lot of... Jess is like, more pandemics, more often. Let's go. <laughs> more, let's have that too. Uh, no, I know. We've, 
we've already got enough going on in the world. But yeah, just like it's really shook things up in a way that has really facilitated strength and change and collaboration and, you know. Yeah. So, well, I mean, in, like we got to wrap it up in a second, but how about how about this? Because you have you have so much experience in this area right of this remote life work style like what's like what's one piece of advice that you would give to somebody who is just now getting into it you know you've been doing it what did you say five years now five years five years so somebody's somebody's picking up more of this remote life work you know style you know or maybe they have a business and they want to do something similar like what's one thing that you wish you would have known looking back five years ago just do it just do it because people get so overwhelmed with the tech i i feel like i was practically yelling at a friend yesterday which she's like i don't know like i'm not part of that generation i'm 30 this year and a lot of my friends here are 40 40 and up so there's just there's there's the gap right there's a 10-year gap um i was like born on the internet basically (laughs) like i was doing aol messenger when i was five um and people get intimidated by the technology and they think that they can't they can't do it or that it's too difficult and it's it's really can be so simple um if you really want to do it you can do it and uh i'm happy to answer questions like if somebody wants to reach out i think i posted in your group actually if people yeah. want to reach out and ask questions and i've hopped on zoom calls with um other coaches and personal trainers who needed help transitioning like how do you coach virtually you can't put your hands on them like how do you see them from all these different angles and i've helped them do it really seamlessly where it's really effective um so more than happy if if somebody's like i don't understand so overwhelmed like just just message me on facebook and or email me and i will yeah so yeah so give us all give us that contact info let our audience know how they can reach out to you uh email is rehabited coaching at gmail so it's rehab r-e-h-a-b i-t-e-d and then i'm on i'm on the fb i don't know where you're posting so i'm assuming on your business page yeah facebook we post on facebook youtube and then it goes out on audio platforms like everywhere okay everywhere (laughs) everywhere yeah so i'm i'm jess mather on facebook on my personal page so whatever is easiest for them to reach out i'm serious i'm so happy to do it like it's it's so cool to watch businesses grow and pivot. Like I love business development. It makes me so happy. It's like a game. Like, Ooh, like what can we do with your business? Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm so happy to play that game with other people just to help them grow and make things easier for them. You know? Cool. And the, the group that you're referring to is the Gainesville business owners group that mm-hmm. I started a few years ago. Um, I find it to be a great resource. Um, we really try to limit the, the amount of promoting businesses in there and like really make it a place where you have just, just resources. You can pick the brains of your other business owners here in Gainesville. So if you're listening and you're not, you're a Gainesville business owner and you're not part of that group, um, definitely reach out to me and uh, we'll, we'll get you in because it's just a valuable resource. And Jessa had made her formal, I mean, it took you 11 months to make your formal introduction to that group. <laughs> was it 11 months? Did you invite well, did, it to Didn't you say you've been here 11 months? I'm, and I met you probably the first, I was very aggressive when I moved here. I was like, I need to meet literally everybody that is an entrepreneur. Right, but I feel here. like you just made your first post in that group. I is did. What I'm talking about. That's, right. that's yeah. why I think I, yeah, if I, yeah. 
you're a lawyer. I'm not good about that. You'd, you'd think on social media, but for some reason, like introducing myself in groups, I did in Gainesville word of mouth. And that was, that's always a, <laughs> it's also, that's always an interesting thing that happens in there. Oh my gosh. Yeah. She introduced herself. Get her out. <laughs> yeah. It's like everything will explode sometimes. It's like, yeah. All right, let's see what happens. It's, again, it's kind of the game on the internet. I'm going to post this thing. Let's just see what happens because you never know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, this has been a lot of fun. It's super, super interesting. And I'm, ex- I'm glad to hear that things are going, going well. Um, so uh, hopefully they'll continue to do so. And if there's anything we can do to help you along the way, just let us know, okay? Thank you. Mike, final words? That's a good place to wrap up. I do have one last question. What was your AOL screen name when you were five? I don't know, probably something about puppies. <laughs> probably, like, probably like Puppy Lover 55. I don't know. That's funny. I don't remember. What was yours, Mike? What was yours? I still have Lil Mike 216 at AOL.com. It's my spam oh my email God. address. Lil Mike 216. Lil Mike 216. That's funny, dude. Mine. That was a AOL 2.0 CD uh, creation right there. Mine has such an impact on me because it was Gators with a Z. With the, not a, so with a Z, funny. Gators with a Z one seven at you know it was Gators with a Z one seven. But when I went to college, I made it my UFL. It was, my, it was Gators seventeen at UFL.edu. In fact, I just got an email from UF saying that they were like removing it finally after <laughs> after like twenty years. They're like, just so you know, like you're not gonna have this UFL.edu email account anymore. I'm like, okay. The end of an era. Out, right. End of an era, yeah. So anyway, Jess, thanks again for joining us. World, thank you so much for listening. Uh, stay strong. We're going to get through this coronavirus together. We're going to make sure you save as many businesses and jobs as possible. And everybody just, just keep holding on. It's it's exciting to see that, uh, you know, we are starting to get some businesses opened up again. And, um, you know, 2020 still has a few months to go. So hopefully we'll get, get things turned around. So... This is the WHOA GNV podcast, the podcast for you businesses and individuals that make you go, whoa. Jess. Whoa? Give us your whoa. Is that your whoa? Whoa, question mark. I'm in public, whoa. so like I don't know who's around me, but I guess. Uh, <laughs> we'll see you later, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.